0: Welcome back to Duskwall. Once again, thank you for joining our band of criminals as they try to talk their way into a fancy party to steal some art. Also, I forgot to mention this last episode, but we are now on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Please subscribe and leave us a review, and let us know if there are other platforms you'd like to see us on. You can email us at magpiepod@gmail.com at or tweet at us at magpies_pod. Notes on this episode are about the same as last time, no Finn because Madge was unable to join us for this recording, and this is the second half of a two-parter, so if you have not listened to episode two, you should go do that. Next, let me tell you about this month's featured charity. Our first featured charity is your local NAACP chapter. Last December, the Democratic candidate for senator won a highly contested special election in Alabama a victory that has pulled some small amount of power out of the GOP's hands. This victory was due almost entirely to voters of color, who were able to overcome systemic voter suppression thanks to the tireless efforts of the Alabama NAACP. Voters of color face continued challenges to their right to vote throughout the country, and local NAACP chapters are among the leaders in championing those rights. If you're able, donate a few dollars to your local chapter or see if they need volunteers. A link to the National NAACP website will be in the show notes. Now then, let's get started, shall we? He turns and looks at you and catches your eyes and smirks and then looks back at the security staff and says, yes, this is the the ones that I warned you about. You should have them escorted from the premises immediately. All right. Desperate. What are you going to do?
1: Desperate. Okay. Okay. Yes, I would like to pull on a flashback. Minx was probably, like, binge-studying as best she could on, like, art stuff. Based on results of the earlier role, that didn't take. But what did take was all the other stuff she was trying to study up on, learning about his sort of industry. Because if there's something Minx has an eye for, it's money.
2: So actually, another thing we could do...
0: If you want me to do a flashback action to make give us cover identities. Forgery could fall under study or finesse. I'm down with either of those.
2: I might want to push myself because I only have one dice and one die in this. Okay. Or except the devil's bargain, but I don't know what that looks like here.
0: Your Your cover identity that you use here is basically not going to be able to be used for a while because it's just going to raise some red flags. You'll basically have to do an acquire asset downtime action to get a new cover identity.
2: Okay, I can do that. They
0: both turned up three. Oh, wow. <laughs> Since it was controlled, basically just you, you work on these documents, and you realize as you're making them, like, you don't have enough time. With that in mind, she doesn't have any documents to back you up. Manx, do you still want to go forward with trying to bluff your way through this, or do you want to yes. take another approach?
1: So I want to use that flashback of binge studying everything uh, Winfield likes, right? And like, perhaps I'll drop reference to an industry that I'm in that I'm not actually in, but that would pique his interest.
0: Yeah. So basically, you're doing a flashback as a setup action for yourself. Yes. And this is obviously going to be a study. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: I have no ranks in study, but... I'm going to spend two stress to use Rook's Gambit and use my best action rating, which is Sway, instead. Uh, this is a five.
0: Okay, so you can either improve the effect level or improve the position. So that basically means you can, it will be a desperate roll with greater effect or a risky roll with standard effect.
1: I think I'm going to go desperate greater.
0: Make your role, would you like uh, any kind of devil's bargain? On yeah, this? I was about to
1: ask what that looks like.
0: Yeah, let's see here. I mean, it's got to be something with Bazo again, like he's just gonna be
1: <laughs> like, I do keep meaning to go have a scene with them, but things just keep
0: <laughs> The thing is, his gang is actively engaged in a war right now. Like you have pissed him off that badly. I think that the Devil's Bargain will be that this is going to drop your your rating with the Lamp Blacks to minus two.
1: Okay, yeah, you can't push yourself and Devil's Bargain, right?
0: Somebody could help you. Somebody could take a point of stress to assist you on this in some way. Yes. You could use, like brandish your cover identity, because then that tracks with your Devil's Bargain if that cover identity gets burned. Yep. So you've got a bonus d6 from the Devil's Bargain and a bonus d6 from Myra helping you. Uh, six and two fives. You do it. Yes. You just do it. What do you say that gets Winfield's attention and gets you out of this?
1: Oh, come now. There's hardly anything to fear from me. Unless, of course, you are looking to get into the tailoring business. That's not going to be a good time for you right now. I'm Lady Felix, by the way. Tiger Ta- Rosie Imports Industries.
0: And as you're talking, like Winfield glances over, sees the three of you, and strolls over. He's like, "Lady Adelaide mentioned you to me. It's so wonderful to meet you, Lady Phoenix." And he takes your hand and kisses it. And as he does that, he like just sort of waves Bazo aside and like kind of elbows him out of the way. And Bazo is just staring at you like, "How?" How did you do that?
1: As we're walking away with Lord Winfield, I give him a shrug and a look that says just sort of like, did you really expect any different?
0: He just like glares at you and and stalks off somewhere. So Lord Winfield leads you over to the bar, gets each of you a glass of very fine champagne and leans against the bar and is like, so I have had so many offers for different investments. And you are one of the very few whose has actually seemed interesting. Everyone else thinks, oh, he owns copper factories. He must want to branch out into steel or iron or... (sighs) But you, from what Lady Adelaide told me, have something unique going on.
1: That is indeed accurate, and I must sympathize with that feeling a bit, too. There is a reason I got into this business in the first place. <sighs>
0: well, of course, of course. Ah, uh, Oh, Nessa, come come here, meet these people. And a young woman. Looks like she has Severosi heritage, very dark skin, dark, wiry hair that's kind of been braided back in, in this very elaborate hairstyle, wearing a gorgeous gown. Minx, you at least can identify this as, like, very fine Aruvian silk. You can also tell the dress is wearing her. She is not comfortable in the, any of this get-up. And she smiles tensely and, and walks over. He's like, uh, yes, Lord Winfield, uh, you have someone else for me to meet? He's like, yes, yes, uh, this is Lady Felix and, and her entourage. They are setting up some work with Tycheros. Don't you think that would be a, such a wonderful place for you to visit, get truly inspired to begin working on your, your next set of paintings? She just kind of smiles nervously and goes like, yeah, yeah, that, um, yes, that, that would, that would be lovely.
1: Be still my heart. Is this the artist herself?
0: Uh, yeah, yes. Um, uh, hello.
1: Charmed uh, to meet I'm you.
0: Nessa, Nessa Eriks. Hi. Couple things that I think Manx and Myra particularly pick up on. Manx, you have picked up on, this is not her scene. Mm-hmm. Like, she is not comfortable here. Myra... You can't exactly pin it down. Maybe it's the mannerisms. Maybe it's like some of the phrasing she's using a little bit, you know, of an accent. She grew up in the same neighborhoods you did.
1: Is she sticking around in our conversation with Lord Winfield?
0: He is is kind of trying to draw her out and seems a little annoyed that she's being so nervous. He's like, ah, well, forgive me. I need to, you know, have to make the rounds. So I absolutely do want to talk with you later. Please enjoy yourselves. View the art. She is an incredibly talented young woman.
1: Minx is going to head off to socialize, but before she does, she's going to sort of nudge Myra a little bit and nod towards Nessa.
2: I think I will go with Myra.
1: My goal with socializing is to just essentially give cover. Like, I don't want people coming over and socializing with Nessa or these two. I want them, I want to give them space to work.
0: Myra and Blair, you two are there with a very nervous-looking young artist.
2: Miss Derex, before you go? Um, yes? You're from Charhalo? Coleridge,
0: but... Um. Um. Is it that obvious? Oh, I'm sure not to
2: most people, but you know, those parts of the city fall out to their own.
0: And, like, this look of just utter relief washes over her. She's like, oh, okay. Lord Winfield uh, heard about my abilities... And, um, well, patronizing me, you know, giving me money in exchange for my, my work. And, um, you know, it's gonna help out a lot. Something of a devil sparking. (laughs) You could say that. Myra, you can tell she is not being entirely forthcoming with you here.
2: Is this something I should
0: roll for? Yeah, you could try to make some kind of roll to, to get her to open up. Given the circumstances, this is going to be controlled. You're not really facing a threat, and you've kind of already established that the two of you have this in common.
2: <laughs> My clothes failed me.
0: What'd you get? Oh, three. Three. Okay, you're studying her, and it the silence goes on a little too long, and she starts to get uncomfortable, and she's like, um... I- I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be mingling with a lot of different people, but it was- it was nice to meet you, and she's gonna start to walk away. Basically, you can try again with Consort, but it's gonna be risky, or you can try a different approach. I think I'm gonna try again with Consort. Five. So you do it, but there's a consequence. I
2: think what Myra out is Coleridge, it's not easy to get out of a place like that. You must have done
0: something she'd halfway turned away from you and she freezes in place and she doesn't turn back but she like glances at you sideways and is like you understand then people would do anything to get out of a place like that to get people they cared about out of a place like that right you understand of course i understand so both of you get this horrible chill down your spine oh and you see nessa shivers too And both of you, because of your past experiences, you recognize this. There's a ghost somewhere (sighs) very nearby. And she shivers and then like looks around very nervously. And it's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have to go. And she takes off.
2: You thought that too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got that. Can you, can you tell where it came from?
0: so I guess I can roll in a tune. Does anything happen with your eyes or anything when you're looking into the ghost field? I like to think maybe they just glow completely blue. Ooh. So I got a one and a five. So you look into the ghost field and you you're able to see kind of overlaid over the scene a couple layers of older versions of this hall, you know, lower ceiling, different pillars, things like that. You can see a few of the guests have clearly imbibed some kind of spirit-based drugs and essences because they have that kind of aura around them that you can recognize. And as you turn, the 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 more recently a ghost has died, the more it's kind of able to hold its image that it had in life. And this ghost is fairly recent. Okay. Woman was probably a Scovlander based on on her looks. Mm-hmm. She's got blonde hair, light skin, and she's wearing decent clothes like they're they're not super fancy. Looks like kind of middle classish. Her Clothes, however, like particularly the the shirt and vest, are soaked in blood from her throat being cut. Oh, God. So as you turn and make eye contact with her, she just screams, (gasps) Thief! And lunges at you. Oh, my God. You're gonna take level two harm, ghost touched. Because what happens is she screams that, she lunges at you, and she goes through you. Ugh towards nessa oh you can roll to resist this Mm -hmm. um it's going to be with resolve what's your highest three you'll take three stress to to resist it but you'll resist the harm completely that's good you see her lunge and you just sort of like mentally brace yourself and she just passes through you but is heading for nessa as this ghost runs for her, she turns around and pulls uh, a pin off of her dress and holds it up. And the ghost hisses and recoils and floats back through the wall. Whoa, Blair, now that you're looking, Myra, you probably recognize this as well because you have one. It's a spirit bane charm worked into the shape of this, you know, very elaborate jeweled pin and she stands there and like pins the brooch back to her dress hey she like startles and looks at you nessa right yeah are you okay yeah i'm i'm fine everything's fine why wouldn't i be fine Uh, do do, do you want to sit down i'm 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 fine lord winfield said i need to go and talk to people and socialize so i i should go do that i'm gonna grab her wrist and be like hey what was that about know what you're talking about and she like tries to pull
2: her arm away. I- I'm- I still hold on. She was like, the ghost just now, what was that about? Are you-
0: are you okay? Look, I- I'm not- I'm not supposed to- I- I can't, okay? Okay, well what can you? Because I might be able to help. What, like, make it go away? Maybe. I think you're gonna need to make some kind of role to convince her.
2: I guess way.
0: I think it's going to be risky because okay. she's very shaken up and is not super on board with this. Ugh. Three. I think what it is is, is this is reduced effect. She jerks her arm free and is like, look, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I can't talk about this. And I, I, if you want to know more, go look at the gallery. And then she strides off. Oh, damn. I guess I have to look at shitty art. So, Minx, what have you been up to this whole time?
1: I have hopefully been having the time of my fucking life because Minx lives for this shit.
0: Yeah, you've you've been having a good time chatting with people, socializing.
1: And mostly I'm having a great time using binge studied business practices to great effect and also just making up, completely making up stip shit about Tychoros because no one knows what Taikoros is about anyway.
0: You're talking to some enraptured nobility. One of them is just like, So there's really half-demon spiders that produce the silk? Indeed. Is that safe to wear?
1: It is quite safe to wear, I assure you. What little danger there is is weaned out through a very extensive process, because while these spiders can produce silk in very large quantities, it takes quite a bit of filtering, as it were, to make it totally safe. But once it is, it is the softest.
0: You you hear a bit of a, a a commotion behind you and see Nessa, like, looking panicked, hustling away from your companions.
1: I'm going to politely excuse myself from that conversation. Where, where is Nessa
0: heading? She seems to be heading towards Lord Winfield, who is chatting with some other people on the other side of the room.
1: Ah, uh-huh, that's perfect. I'm going to make my way back towards them again.
0: You catch up with the two of them. She kind of pulls him aside And you get close just in time to hear like the, the end of a a whispered exchange of her going, it happened again. How many times is this going to keep? And then he goes, don't worry about it. You are here to play a role and that thing will be dealt with. And you know, you're not supposed to talk about this, not here. And then you get up close and he like looks up and puts on the smile again. It's like, lady Felix. Ah, wonderful. I was just going to come over to talk to you.
1: Oh, then this is a fortuitous coincidence. I I just wanted to catch your ear one more time before I headed into the gallery.
0: Oh, of course, of course. What did you uh, want to speak with me about?
1: Yeah, I think I'm just going to shoot the shit with him.
0: Talk some more business.
1: Yeah, again, I'm sort of socially drawing aggro here.
0: So yeah, you, you keep his attention. And I think Nessa just kind of keeps standing there awkwardly like he hasn't given her permission to go off
1: do you mind if i pull miss eric's away, dear i'd love to get a tour of the gallery with the artist herself
0: so yeah and he he's like yes yes of course uh she would love to tell you all about her works and you know he shoots her kind of a pointed look and she's like yes of, of course um this way <laughs> she's does not seem very happy about this but she's going so all of you end up in the gallery And it is lined with these actually quite beautiful, I I don't want to call them landscapes because they're almost exclusively of the Void Sea. They are a little bit abstract in that if you are painting the sea, which is basically solid black, against the sky, which is also basically solid black. It can be a little hard to distinguish, but there's really good use of color and a lot of the paintings have these like very detailed, distant like ships or shapes moving in the water to sort of break up the difference between sea and sky. There's also like some cityscapes, uh, images of Duskwall. Most of them don't have people in them. It's sort of this oddly empty city. There's about a dozen in the room. Can we see anything ghosty about them? Just looking at them normally, no.
2: Hey, Blair, want to attune this thing?
0: Yes. All right, so group group action? That makes sense to me. Uh, Myra, are you leading it? Uh, sure. So yeah, go ahead and roll it and tell me how you guys do. Five. I got a six. Myra, you take no stress and you guys just succeed. So you guys both concentrate together and look into the ghost field. There's nothing ghostly about the paintings themselves. They look normal. However, you do see the spirit again. She's not taking notice of you this time. Kind of drifting from painting to painting and like standing in front of each and staring at it and then moving on to the next um, oh, just no. sort of doing a circuit of the room.
2: Is she the real painter?
0: Can we go talk to her? You can try to, yeah. So you two work your way through the crowd over to where the spirit is currently. A- as she starts to turn to get to the next picture, she sees the two of you.
2: You care about these paintings, don't you?
0: They're mine. They stole them and they're mine. They're you're- You're the artist? Of course I am. I spent my life crafting these, and then he stole them!
2: What if we steal them back? She says very quietly, moving
0: close. And uh, she just shakes her head and touches her throat. You can't steal back what's been taken.
2: What's your name?
0: And she kind of hesitates, like she has to think about it for a second, and then... Thea. Thea Walker.
2: What if we put them under your
0: name? She seems to be considering it. You're gonna have to persuade her.
2: Can that be a consort role?
0: Yeah, this is going to be risky because
2: well, I roll six. is a ghost.
0: Oh, okay. So she, she considers you for a long moment. That would be something. It wouldn't be enough, but it would be something. And her, her gaze kind of flicks up past you. She scowls and then looks back at you and says, Make both the thieves pay. And then dissipates away. So as she had looked up past you guys, Nessa and Minx came into the room. Minx
1: has no idea as to the specifics of what's going on, but she did overhear that thing. So she's having a conversation with uh, Nessa. You know, I have traveled quite far, seen some distressing, frankly, strange things in those travels, given how where I've gone to. And I do have considerable resources. If there is something that is bothering you, I would be honored to assist such a wonderful artist in this.
0: She was looking like she was considering your offer until you you said wonderful artist. And then she kind of cringes and shakes her head. Blair and Myra, do you want to join up with them at this point? Oh, yeah. Okay. You two come over to the conversation. And She kind of looks at you two again and is like, oh, um, hello again. She's just, like, wringing her hands nervously. Blair just kind of, you know, looks at her.
2: Miss Eric, so good to see you again. Yes, um, hello. Can I do something for you? Oh, you're with me, Blair. Ah, uh, yes. We were
1: just discussing strange phenomena of a foreign nature.
2: Strange phenomena of a foreign nature, you say? Indeed.
1: Is there perhaps an Eve or something where we may, may discuss, uh, business?
0: Um, she kind of glances around, and there's a couple open doors off the gallery that you can head into. The one you go into leads into just, like, a study that nobody else is in right now.
1: We're gonna take her over and have a seat. Um, hopefully it's not too close to Ghost Lady.
0: Um, I, I really am supposed to be mingling with other people. You're or, mingling with us um, now. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Good. She just kind of gives Blair this, like, very confused, frightened look. Myra
2: puts, like, a hand on Blair's shoulder and gives her a pointed look. Blair's pissed! Understandably so. They also have a job to do. What, what, what's going on? Myra turns to Nessa. I understand that it's hard to, to grow up in Coleridge and to want out. And I even understand you might have gone to some quite desperate lengths to do so. However, you have to weigh the risks. This is a city of ghosts, Nessa.
0: When you say that, she just kind of curls in on herself. No, he made me do it. I didn't. I didn't want to be here. I don't want to be. He didn't give me any choice. I didn't want to end up like her. And she like touches her throat. Oh.
2: So I think Myra sits next to her and reaches out and kind of like puts a hand on her shoulder. You're mixed up in something a lot bigger than you. The thing is, it's about to get a lot more dangerous.
0: Oh, what? more more dangerous than a uh, nobleman who sends assassins to kill artists and a ghost who thinks that I stole her work? You might be able to help us make this right. Do you know an easy way out of this gallery? A hidden way where no one would see us. I mean, there's the the servants passages. Would they be clear at this time? Not now. There's a lot of people moving in and out of them for the the party. We need to get out secretly. And she she goes quiet for a bit and is like, "What? what are you here for?
2: We're here for the art. We've reached an accord of sorts with a ghost. I believe that if she sees that you are helping us, that might go some way towards making amends.
0: Are you trying to, to, to steal him? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I wasn't expecting you to be that forthright about it, but that, okay. Um... We know your crime. I mean, so far, all I've done is pretend to be an artist that I'm not. I, I I, am an artist. I just didn't paint these. He wanted me to try to imitate her style and paint more of it. Apparently it was cheaper to hire me than whatever her asking price was for her art. Maybe I should have asked for more money. Or I guess if I had, I would have ended up dead. <laughs> and she just like buries her head in her hands. The gallery setup is for tonight. He he wanted to have them shown off, but then he's going to have everything boxed up and, and you know taken to his buyers so he can sell off most of it. Do you know where he'll keep these paintings after they're boxed up? Well, I mean, they'll have to be transported out of the gallery, and then he would have them in his vault um, before they were transported out.
1: She wants to get out of here, right?
0: Yeah, uh, out of here would be, yeah. We'll, we'll try and keep you safe if we get you out of here. She looks over at Blair is like, is she going to be okay with that? Because she seemed really angry at me. I... It was before I knew
2: you weren't responsible.
0: Don't worry, it's fine.
2: Blair, perhaps we can talk to her? Yeah.
1: I'm afraid I'm going to have to leave some of that to you two once again. Now that we know who's to blame, I have something to take care of. Oh, shit. Yeah, Minx doesn't get pissed.
0: Minx is pissed?
1: Minx is pissed. <laughs> he plucks a fucking young vulnerable girl off the street or out of the slums and is just ruthlessly exploiting her.
0: Nessa stays with Blair and Myra sort of helping you guys figure out the best way to to get at the art. Thanks. Mhm.
1: I want to find Lord Winfield again, but once we are talking, I want to lay it on thick, just like really really exploit Everything I know about him that I learned from Nerex and like been studying and stuff like that. And then kind of end the conversation with it's overtly just having a meeting with the undertone that it is a flirt.
0: To convince him to go and meet with you alone, you're going to have to to give me some kind of role.
1: That's got to be Sway, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. I really think given you've had a bunch of positive interactions with him previously, I think it's going to be controlled.
1: Excellent. Six. Yes.
0: You talk him up and yeah, he agrees. And he says he has to do all this mingling and chatting with people who are so much less interesting than you. But towards the end of the party, he tracks you down again and pulls you off into, you know, another private sitting room. So he's going to walk into the room, you know, shut the door, sort of be like, oh, have, have a seat and walks over to the wet bar, gets a couple glasses and he's like, uh, what's your poison of choice? He's, he's sort of like looking at different bottles.
1: Do, can I know his favorite drink?
0: Oh, yeah. Nerex would have definitely been able to get you that. Yeah.
1: I'm going to order his favorite drink with one difference.
0: Yeah, you, you ask for uh, a Dagger Isles rum. Neat. And he's like, oh, I, I prefer it with a little ice. But uh, let's see, you are quite the woman of refined taste as he's pouring it out. What do you want to do?
1: So I, I'm, I'm going to chat with him until he sits down.
0: He brings you your drink, sits down on the couch next to you.
1: I'm going to give him a, a look and say, I've been to quite a few places, seen quite a few things, and despite your interests in such cultured things, I don't think I've ever seen an exploitation so brazen. And that's when I'm going to stab him with my sword cane. <gasps> Yeah, I want I want to fucking pin him to the couch through the chest.
0: You're going to have to make a roll. Uh-huh. I think you can actually use finesse for this.
1: Well, my finesse and skirmish are the same, so.
0: Whichever one you want to roll, it's going to be controlled, and I'm going to give you greater effect cuz he is caught completely off guard by this.
1: I also have a feeling I know what the devil's bargain is, but what is it? <laughs>
0: I think the devil's bargain is just you're going to leave some kind of evidence behind.
1: So, yeah, I'm going to
0: take the devil's bargain. Four. You stab him. Just run him through the chest, pin him to the couch. And he lets out this strangled scream and flails his arm backward and knocks his glass to the floor where it shatters. And he kind of slumps back into the couch and is bleeding out.
1: And as he's bleeding, I say, you look better in red.
0: So the consequence is that he made noise, so people outside are going to be possibly coming to investigate?
1: Yeah, I'm going to bolt.
0: Are you going to meet up with the others, or are you just going to bail?
1: You know what? I'm going to bail.
0: So I think what we see is you running down out of the manor, and in the distance we hear the tolling of the death bell, and you see across the city a few crows take into the air and start circling. We cut to Blair, Myra, and Nessa, who I think that at this point the party has wound down. Nessa found a place where you guys could kind of hide out and avoid detection until the party is ended, and now there are people out, like, packing up the, the paintings and, and, you know, wrapping them up, putting them in crates and stuff. So how do you want to get these paintings out of here?
2: How many can we take?
0: realistically if you guys are carrying them out of here yourselves it's going to be one apiece. however if you want to do a flashback where you've arranged for say some of your buddies in the cabbies to be hanging out nearby with a cab you could load up probably six to eight i like that
2: i can do that if you want
0: yeah so you guys have uh, a member of the cabbies loitering outside waiting for you so really what you need to do is just figure out a way to get the employees out of the room there's four servants packing up the, the paintings. Hmm. Hmm. Nessa's kind of, like, peering out there as well. Um, What's up, Nessa? Well, I was just, do you have any ideas? Because I kind of have an idea. What's your idea? Well, the, um, the, the ghost, um, Thea, mm-hmm. she's been around here a lot. Right. The servants have been kind of nervous about her. Uh huh. So, like, I don't know if you can find her again and maybe get her to scare them off. That's not a bad idea. I'm not sure if she would comply, but it's worth a shot. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say what's the worst that could happen, but there's a lot of really awful things that could happen, so I'm just... I can handle it.
2: Blair kind of winks at her.
0: It's still going to be risky because you're dealing with an angry ghost, mm-hmm. even if it's an angry ghost who's been a little bit mollified by things, but you're going to be at um greater effect Basically, what it'll mean is if you're able to convince her, she will probably be able to scare everybody off very quickly. Oh, no. What'd you get? Three. I think it's just going to be you lose this opportunity. You look around for her and she doesn't seem to be here. Shoot.
2: So I think Myra's going to turn to Nessa. Is there any sign she usually makes that lets them know she's here? Cold
0: wind. Hmm. Chandeliers rattling. Sometimes there's screaming. We could probably stage a fake uh, arrival.
2: Is there a vent in here?
0: Uh, yeah, up in the wall.
2: Can we, can we climb into a vent and do some screaming from there? <laughs> That'd be
0: fun. I think Blair's probably the only one who could fit, but yes. Yeah,
2: I don't mind. I'm trying to think if there's a way that I could do a fake cold wind, but I don't think there is. I, I think maybe somehow getting away to shake the chandelier and also just screaming in the vents is would probably, hopefully, be enough.
0: So the, the screaming part, I think you can just do. Oh, well, yeah. If you want to shake the chandelier, any kind of like physical action, you're going to be at minus one die because of that whole recovering gunshot thing. Right. thing.
2: I mean, I can handle the scream. I've got I a feeling if I do it right, the scream could be enough.
0: So you clamber up in there. So I'm going to do a fortune roll to see how effective your screaming is. Pretty effective. On your your couple initial ghostly screams, three out of the four servants just book it. One of them is just like, no, I, not again. Not this time. I'm not. And then you like scream again. And they're just like, this is fine. I'm putting this painting in this box. Third scream. Yeah, and he leaves. Nice. So the room is currently clear. And I think you guys are able to get in there and... I think that as you guys are starting to collect, like, the first set of paintings, you hear the death spell. Oof. And you all realize Minx has been gone for quite a while. Myra just meets Blair's eyes. They probably
2: both saw her being angry.
0: Yeah. She's going to have to make her own way out. But yeah, you you guys make it out with, you get eight paintings. Awesome. Are you guys going to, like, bring Nessa with you? Yes. Okay, so she goes with you guys, I imagine not back to your lair, but-
2: We take her to Rigney!
0: Uh, oh, there you go. You guys walk in, he looks you guys up, he's like, Well, you guys are very dressed up. I didn't know you got this dressed up. This is impressive. Where's Minx? This seems like her doing. <laughs> Do not get used to this all right
2: it's a special sort of night Uh, we have someone we'd like to get to a safe place would you be able to help us with that
0: he kind of looks past you to the very nervous and stressed looking nessa and he just smiles like i think so yes let me see if i have some clothes that are a little less conspicuous for you and here come and sit down and he like ushers her over to the bar and it's just like i i've got it don't don't worry and as as you two are going to leave nessa is like um like I said, I think I'm going to have to kind of lay low for a while, but thanks for for getting me out of that and away from the ghost and, and everything. Um, Don't worry about it. You'd still be interested in a bit of uh, painting for profit? Let
2: us know later. Yeah, but you take your time.
0: Yeah, I think I'm just going to keep my head down for a little bit, but... um. Is is here a good place to find you again? Oh, and yeah. Rigney, like, comes back over with a drink and is like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know you love us, Rigney. Yes, I do. The business you bring in. Minx, I am assuming you went back to the nest? Yep. Okay. So you get back there first. Blair and Myra, the cabbie that you talked into helping you out, uh, gives you guys a lift back to, I assume, like, the block.
2: Yeah, I don't think it goes right up to the tower.
0: Yeah, and then you guys, using your your underground passages, carry the paintings uh, into the lair, get them stored. So, Minx, what are you doing when the other two get back?
1: What I'm doing is I'm in front of a mirror and just trying to put myself together a little bit. (laughs) Her makeup has been running a little bit. She's been crying a bit. Her hair is all frazzled. There's blood on her sword cane. Uh, so she's just trying to get that cleaned up. So her makeup is fixed by the time you get back, but she's still doing her hair up again.
2: Visually, the way I'm imagining this is that if the camera is on the mirror and we're watching Minx like, do herself up, like there's a tilt shift and you can see uh, Myra and Blair like over her shoulder as they come in.
1: Oh, welcome back, dears. I, I trust the rest of it went uh, smoothly decide- by some hiccups. I'm sorry I had to... Take a detour around.
2: Yeah, what exactly did that involve again?
1: Oh, I just have a bit of a sore spot for bluebloods who are keen on taking in a young girl to exploit her. That's all.
2: We heard the death bells tolling as we left.
1: Oh, really? Did things get violent?
2: Not on our end.
1: Well, I suppose that makes sense. Uh, How many artworks did we make out with? Oh, and where's Nessa? Is she all right?
2: Did things get violent on your end?
1: Not particularly.
2: Thanks. you have to be careful. We can't be doing this on jobs.
1: Oh, it it should not be a regular thing. Circumstances seem different this time, though, yes?
2: Yeah, he was an asshole. There's a million assholes in this city.
1: This asshole had someone in in his clutches, and he was right there.
2: I think Myra's just basically going to roll her eyes and kind of stalk further into the apartment. Nessa's fine, by the way. Artwork fine.
1: Excellent, glad to hear it. So, I don't think Minx has anything else to say on the matter. If other people want to get her alone or talk about it at all, she might.
2: Yeah, I think Blair's gonna drop it. Same, although Myra's clearly making her unhappiness known. Just general cold shoulder kind of thing happening.
0: Things are a little awkward around the nest. (laughs) Probably the next day, I assume, you guys Again, probably wrangle one of your cabby buddies into giving you uh, a ride with all of your stolen goods uh, over to where Fitz works. You were able to lift eight paintings. Sweet. Fitz will offer you one coin per painting. Nice. I don't know if you guys want to keep one as a memento. I know that that was sort of Minx's.
1: I would like to keep at least one. We do have a bit of a bare wall.
0: If you guys keep one um that'll be four coin you can put into your your treasury and then one coin for each of you
2: that sounds good, so I assume one of the ones we keep is one of those cool ones of the sea, the void sea
0: yeah do do you guys tell Fitz uh about the original artist? yeah,
2: Myra's gonna pull him aside. She made that promise
0: so you you explain that to him, and he you know sort of nods and goes to. Uh, over to one of the desks in his office and pulls out this little kit, takes out a couple little jars and some brushes and mixes some weird oils together and kind of brushes over the signature on one of the paintings. And it comes off like it was Nessa's signature and that comes off and reveals Thea's signature on there. And he's like, "Ah, okay, I see. Uh, Yes, I will make sure that these are all properly attributed. And he gives you the money for the seven paintings that you are selling to him. In terms of rep, again, mostly because it's how much space you have left for rep. That fills up your rep meter. And you've got eight coin. So you can advance in tier.
1: Let's do it.
0: Yeah, so you guys are now Tier 1. We cold. That's your payoff. Now we gotta talk heat. Mm-hmm. I I was gonna say low exposure, except for the fact that Baza was there and he ID'd you. Uh-huh. It's gonna be two for kind of a standard exposure. Brightstone counts as hostile turf. So that's another one. And another two because Minx murdered a dude. In yeah, his study. <laughs> and left him to bleed all over a very expensive sofa. That's going to be a total of five more heat. So, yeah, let's talk downtime activities. Blair, after this score wraps up, the three of you have drifted off, gone your own directions. What do you do with your time?
2: So, Blair goes back to uh, the Physiker. And, uh, you know, she hasn't been taking it as easy as she probably should have. But the wound is still healing. I think, like, the girl is kind of, like, you know, lecturing her, but, like, Blair is not really listening. You, She is very deep in thought. What Minx had said and hadn't said is very much on her mind. And she reaches into her pocket and she looks down she just fidgets with one of the acorns she has for a little bit.
0: That's what Blair is, is up to, how she's spending some of her time getting a little bit more patched up. Minx... What do you do with your time?
1: What neighborhood was Nessa from? Coleridge?
0: Yeah, she lives in Coleridge.
1: Okay. I think this is kind of going to be what I do to train my resolve. While people are out doing things, Minx is going to undertake another act that's a act of pure resolve for her and sort of very much dressed down. These are just normal clothes and there's a pretty heavy hat on top and a jacket And it's just sort of black clothing with like a little bit of grime on them. She's cleaned it up a lot, but these are like old clothes for her. And I think she's going to go to Coleridge, find like a derelict train car or something in the rail yard and sit up on top of it with a little water skin that has wine in it instead of water and sort of like detox for a bit and remind herself of like the kind of place she came from and where Nessa came from.
0: And it's loud. There's a lot of noise from the factories, from the carts of coal being hauled away from the mine. Um, And it's filthy. There's constant just smoke in the air. You know that you're like, you are going to have to bathe for an hour to get all of this off of you tonight. You see, you know, a lot of people running around, miners heading to or from the mine the the mine is open constantly you know you see people leaving the factories and you see some kids running around you know among some of the the merchants, the people who aren't from this neighborhood, the people who are passing through, the people with money. And you recognize what they're doing, the ones that all run up and five of them start tugging on pant legs so that the uh, mark can't tell which one of them is reaching into a pocket and lifting some coin. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it just reminds you very much of, yeah, where you came from and in a way of, on one hand, how far you've come, but in another sense, how much farther you still have to go.
1: Do they fail to get any of their marks?
0: Oh, no, they're they're pretty successful. These kids know what they're doing.
1: Minx smiles a bit at that, actually, but then kind of gets a wave of ennui as she remembers Bazo and all that um, and decides it's time to go.
0: Okay,
2: Myra. So which university or which college would be best to... Go research this.
0: Out. You would definitely be basically back at Blair's old stomping grounds. Charter Hall University, the Moreland Hall of Unnatural Philosophy.
2: Beautiful.
0: The focus of that school is on demonology and the occult. And officially, their stance is we teach people about these things so that they can understand how to defeat them because demons and spirits are bad. yeah right but in truth that hall of learning is home to at least half a dozen different competing cults that (laughs) are are all vying to recruit students and teach them their own particular brand of arcane mysteries you're not so concerned with all that though you're just concerned with what they have in their library Not all of the students at Charter Hall have access to this library, but you made sure that your forged student pass had all of the right symbols and signatures to make sure you would be able to get in. So you ask the right sort of questions to get some books on, you know, arcane artifacts and histories of the city. The Blood Iron Ring isn't a a super well-known artifact, So you have to do a lot of digging to find any mention of it. But in some old histories, you find mention of it mostly talking about the evils of consorting with spirits and particularly the dangers of vampirism. And you know that vampires happen, essentially, when a spirit moves into a dead body and reanimates it and gives it unnatural life and strength and ability. And what you're able to find about the Blood Iron Ring is that it was forged some centuries ago by a sorcerer who was obsessed with the power of vampires. And according to the books that you read, which themselves are citing old legends and you know tales passed down through generations, they say that the iron that made up the ring was drawn from the blood of a single sacrificed human. A lot of the stories say that the human sacrificed was the sorcerer's son. You're not quite able to find in these records, at least so far in your research, what the ring does or how it works. But you, you do find mention in several places that people who have worn the ring have eventually been found, arrested, and convicted of cannibalism. Hmm. And that does seem to have a little bit of truth to it. You know, you you kind of look at like when some of those mentions are, you're able to dig back through archives of like newspaper reports and, and criminal reports and find like, oh, okay, yeah, there was somebody around this year who was arrested for murdering 10 people and eating their faces. That's what you're able to uncover so far. You're still not sure what the ring does other than some kind of tie to vampiric powers, which could mean a lot of things. You don't know what it looks like or most importantly where it is right now. But you're starting to get some information.
2: So I think as she reads this, she definitely shivers at least a good few times, but this is the kind of thing you run across when you research the occult. Yes.
1: We just ranked up, right? I think we should do something to, like, assert our authorita.
0: So, planning on, uh, for lack of a better phrase, and I hate myself for this pun, spread your wings a little bit.
1: Yay!
0: <laughs> Some ideas for next time, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Thanks for listening. The Magpies will be back in two weeks. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter, at Magpies underscore Pod, the Magpies podcast is hosted and produced by Ree. Follow me on Twitter at rhiannon 42 Blair Colhane is played by Kim Kogut. Follow her on Twitter at kimdiana jones. Minx is played by Josie. Follow her on Twitter at dragongirljosie, and watch her art streams at picarto.tv/slash dragongirljosie. Myra Keel is played by Minna. Follow her on Twitter at minar. And And Finn Haig is played by Madge. Follow her on Twitter at MadgeQuips. The opening and closing theme music is from Trio for Piano, Violin, and Viola by Kevin MacLeod, and is used under a Creative Commons license. The Blades in the Dark roleplay system is the creation of John Harper and is published by Evil Hat Productions. This Kids is a story about crediting your artist. Hey. Yep. Reblog from the source, everyone.
2: And not murdering them in a place where ghosts. Don't remove watermarks, assholes.